0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I'm here to speak about experiences and topics that I am super passionate about. And if you are new, um, essentially, this is a podcast that is centered around the idea of things that I've run from, experiences that I've had that I'm sharing and teaching about why you shouldn't run from them. And so Today's topic is going to be running from instability, and so I just wanted to start out with obviously the definition of instability, and that is to have a lack of stability or the state of being unstable or a tendency to have unpredictable behavior or erratic changes of mood. And I wanted to speak about this today because I think just coming back from this experience of running a marathon this weekend, I think the overall theme of my run during it and just the experience of recovering from running a marathon was the word instability. Now I wanted to preface and share that I actually had not trained or prepared myself by any means for what was this trail marathon this past weekend. I actually had originally signed up for a different marathon um, that wasn't gonna be for about another month. And then last Thursday I got the notification that the race had been canceled. And For someone that's been training and running ridiculously long runs since about January of this year, I just grew incredibly frustrated and just wanted to sign up for one and do it. And so I did. I was not prepared at all. My running shoes were totally wrong. My training had been done on flat roads and this entire trail marathon was uphill. It was through dirt and sand and I felt so unstable, so much of the run. And I know that it's a big thing to run a marathon, um, let alone a trail marathon. And I am really proud of myself. But at the same time, I felt so frustrated at so many points of this run because I would stop or I would be running very slowly and my body just felt so unstable and there were so many rocks and, you know, sometimes I'd be running through sand and it just felt like I couldn't get to the point that I wanted to be. I wasn't running at the pace that I was training at and so there were a myriad of frustrations that were going on, but nonetheless, I persevered. In the days following and up until now, um, especially the first two days, I was incredibly sore and it was the type of sore similar to having done a really intense leg day, but at the same time, my like hips and my limbs just felt very unstable. And I was actually on a walk. I decided to go on a walk. Um two days after the marathon and it was my first true exercise post-marathon and I just went on a quick 5k walk on my own but even then trying to walk downhill trying to walk uphill um, I just didn't feel like I had any stability in my walking and I was kind of Going, veering left and right every now and then, and it really reminded me of an experience that I had when I was recovering from my anorexia when I was about 16 years old. As I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I have dealt with and was diagnosed as anorexic in my teenage life. And at the time, I was actually playing on varsity volleyball in high school. And so very intense, especially as a sophomore and a really amazing opportunity. I love the sport. But unfortunately, because I was diagnosed as anorexic, I was actually given the order from my doctor, absolutely no physical exercise. And so I went from working out so much during the week, doing practices and going on runs, to just absolutely nothing. And it was the most frustrating thing, and it's something that I honestly hope that I never have to experience again in my life. Like, I know I'll get old someday and I won't be able to do these things, but I just hope that I always have this ability to exercise because it really is something to be grateful about and there are so many people with disabilities and lifelong injuries that just aren't able to be as active as you may want to be. And essentially when I finally was able to come back from this period of no exercise when the doctor finally gave me the all clear order, I remember specifically in my memory that I went on my on a run with my dad as like my first um, form of exercise back since taking a break, and I'll never forget the feeling of honestly feeling like someone had put on a fresh pair of legs on me that weren't mine. It was truly the one of the most interesting experiences that I've had just because I've I've always been someone that has been quite confident in my stability and I've played so many sports growing up that I was a- always able to anticipate whenever someone was going to pass the ball in soccer or basketball and and to have those experiences under my belt and then to come to this experience where I didn't feel like I had true control over my body was a massive frustration for me and it was really heartbreaking and I remember even trying to get back into sports even after this experience and going to high school tryouts at the new high school that I was at but immediately feeling so discouraged because I remember being in a soccer tryout and you know standing where I was and I could anticipate that one girl was about to pass the ball to the other and the way that I saw myself is I saw my body about five feet ahead than where I actually was and the most Frustrating thing was that my body couldn't actually get there. And I think that that's something that we all can relate to in this point of time, right? It's feeling like you're stuck wherever you are, whether it's unemployment, whether it's just being frustrated in this pandemic where people around you won't wear masks or you're so frustrated about your school or your job. And this all just attests to the fact that I think that we as humans like to have control over things in our lives. And this is the first point that I want to make, is that you have the power to control different aspects of your life. And while that might not be whether or not you hear back from that job this week, it can be how you're going to face this day. And that can look like things like having a slow morning, looking forward to your morning coffee, having a nice breakfast every morning, talking to a therapist, even going for a walk can really clear your mind. For me, running was something that was really important to keep as a constant in my routine just because it's truly like the biggest high that I feel and just my time of the day where I get to really clear my head and take in nature and the outdoors. And that brings me to my second point that I want to make is to have some sort of a routine. And you may be comparing this routine that you're trying to form to routines that you had pre-COVID, pre-everything. And those were obviously a lot more fast-paced, a lot more busy. And so I think it's really important to take the time to be able to establish a routine that is a lot kinder to yourself and is still somewhat productive and allows for you to feel productive with your day. But you now have the opportunity to create one that might be just a little more healthier than the one that you had previously. And my third and final tip for dealing with instability is to journal. And that might look different for everyone. I used to be someone that used to do handwritten journals all the time when I was growing up, but now whenever I have things that come to my mind, I like to just jot them down in my notes app. There are also things like the 5-Minute Journal. I use something called the 6-Minute Diary, and it's just a really great way of expressing gratitude over yourself and your environment, and I think it's a really great way to realize that you actually have a lot more than you think you do, and it um, really helps you appreciate what you have in your surrounding environment. Journaling is just also great because especially when you're going through these periods of instability and feeling frustrated, it really is quite cool to look back on these entries and see, wow, in you know May of 2020, I was in such a low place and all of these things that I was writing about were the issues that I was dealing with, but look at how I've overcome them and look at where I am now and that sort of thing. And that is going to wrap up another episode of the resiliency and running podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it or connected with it in some way. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, you can just shoot me a DM on Instagram or Twitter. It's just at Liz newcomer. And I would love for you to follow this podcast on Spotify or subscribe if you're on Apple music. Um, but yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.